Today we're talking with Zachary Russell with Setting Travel. If this is your first time listening, well, welcome. Travel Agent Chatter is an audio series produced by the team here at Host Agency Reviews. Some quick housekeeping. The show notes can be found at hostagencyreviews.com backslash T-A-C. And of course, if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to add us, Travel Agent Chatter, to your RSS feed or add us on iTunes. Now, let's get into the show. All right. Hey there, Travel Agent Chatter and Har fans. This is Steph Lee, and man, do we have a great interview for you today with Zachary Russell. He's the 24-year-old founder of Zetting Travel based in Missouri. And I'm not sure how many of you know, but in January, Har uh, launched our seven-day setup, and we've had over 770 agents take the challenge so far to help get their new agency set up. And I thought it'd be fun for um, this next episode of Travel Agent Chatter, Chatter to talk with one of the agents that took the challenge and they could share their successes and heartaches um, as they got into the travel industry. And like Zach was an, <laughs> was an all-star student for this. We were just amazed at how much he had done and how quickly. So it was easy to reach out to him. And just a note that I don't want you guys to be stressed while you're um, about finding links or any other resources we might, you know, discuss during the podcast. So don't jot down any notes or anything. We'll be listing all the resources we chat on and as well as a transcript in the show notes. And where are the show notes, you're asking? They are at hostagencyreviews.com backslash travel agent chatter. And then just click on episode two. So just relax for the next 30 minutes or so and pretend you're out to coffee with Zachary and I talking about all things travel agent. We'll be breaking down the podcast into three kind of segments that we'll break apart. The first will be um, getting started and how that all went for Zachary and then the growth of the agency and what he's kind of aiming for. And then we'll end it with some challenges that he came across and things that he's learned. And then we'll end with a bonus warm fuzzy because I love warm fuzzies. So, Zachary, welcome to Travel Agent Chatter. Thank you. It's great to have me here. Yeah, we're super excited to have you. Um, like I said, you were an, a, like an all-star student. You you finished. I, we got an email <laughs> from Zachary saying, uh, so the way the challenge works is every day you get an email that kind of gives you action items to do to get your agency started and resources <laughs> and we get a note from Zachary it's like um hi could I get some of these ahead of time um I'm already on like you know day four and I want to be on day seven and we're like so we we're like we have to we have to chat with this guy who is he um and he he was really great at getting all his marketing up right away so um but you're you know this isn't your full-time job, you, you you have another full-time job. Can you tell us a little bit about your background before you jumped into yeah. travel? Yeah, so um, I have two, two degrees from Missouri State University. Um, one of them is a Spanish degree. So currently I work at a high school with um, international students who have moved to where I live and need to learn English. And so I help them um, acculturate and, you know, start the process of learning English. And so... Um, as a kid, I was able to travel pretty decently in college. I studied abroad and been on a handful of vacations over the years. And so all this multiculturalism and travel I've kind of just kind of headed up into the desire to want to pursue more of a, a career path and travel. Yeah. And so you ended up with the name Zenny Travel, which is super catchy. And I just, 
love. How did you come up with that? So my first name is Zachary. First letter is Z. And then I've always loved the phrase jet setting. I think that the jet setting lifestyle is one where you just kind of hop on a plane or a cruise ship or somewhere and just go and you see the world. And so I, I like the combination and uh, I like that you can kind of use it in different kind of um, verb tenses or grammar tenses of an adjective or a noun or a verb of vetting, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love what you've done with it. your Facebook page. I saw your um, newsletter sign up. It- Zedding's, mm-hmm. what is it? What are they called? Zedding subscribers Z- or something? The Zedding Society, but the S in society is also a Z. Yeah, you've done a great job with branding. So, <laughs> um, and also when I looked on your website, you had an interesting angle, kind of that you had talked about with the um, adding interpretation into the services. Do you want to share mm-hmm. a little bit about that? Sure. So. This, the long-term vision is to, in addition to being an established travel agency, to be able to tack on the option for either remote or in-person translation and interpretation services. Um, there, if someone wants to take their family to a country that, of a language they don't speak, let's say Italy, for example, and they don't speak Italian, maybe they're not going to be in Rome the whole time where they're going to find English speakers. Maybe it's the countryside where it's going to be harder to find someone who speaks English they can have the opportunity to tack on somebody who speaks Italian from within our company to be able to either, you know, be 24 seven on call. They can call them or Skype them whenever they need to, or to physically bring them along with them for a translator for any sort of detailed things that happen or any problems at hotels or anything like that. As a Spanish speaker, I'd be able to help, you know, in any sort of Spanish-speaking country scenario. But the large goal would be able to have somebody who speaks French, somebody who speaks Chinese, someone who speaks German, et cetera, to be able to really accommodate to a lot of different kinds of palettes of travel and destinations. Mm-hmm. And now I, I had noticed on your Facebook page that you had a lot of your posts were cruise focused and the trainings you had done have been cruises so far. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you have a cruise focus? You had you had mentioned that it wasn't necessarily your focus, but. I would say it's a specialty of mine, um, partly because I have been on numerous cruises, um, even though I'm only 24, I've been fortunate to be able to see the world via cruise ship in many different times and so i that's my favorite way to travel um, especially if you're kind of new to traveling because you kind of get to taste everything you get to taste a couple countries or a couple locations and then maybe in the future like ah i really love this one place i could go back there for a longer period of time so that's kind of why i focused on cruising for the um just because i i think it's the all-inclusiveness the ease of transportation and dining and living and everything is just all there and not to mention, you can wake up in multiple different countries over the course of a week. I mean, how incredible is that? <laughs> I know. That's pretty crazy. And, you, and you're headed out on a cruise soon, aren't you? I am in like a week and a half. Cool. Where are you guys going? We are going to Cozumel in Costa Maya, Mexico. Um, Harvest K Belize, which is Norwegian Cruise Line's brand new like resort-style private island. I'm stoked for that. And then we're going to Rotan Bay, Honduras. Wonderful. Oh, I love that. I I love Rotan. That's so nice. I've heard that. I actually have students at school from Honduras, and they know all about it. 
Uh-huh. Oh, I, I stayed there for like a week and I loved it. The snorkeling was great. The only thing that was really bad awesome. was the sand flies. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, so now as you were getting started, you, you ended up um, choosing to go with a host agency instead of getting your own accreditation. Mm-hmm. What was appealing to you about what a host agency could offer Zetting Travel versus getting your own accreditation? Uh, that's a great question. Um, as excited as I am to get into the business, I also know that it takes some time and leverage of uh, learning the business before you just jump head in. So like, you know, a walk before you run sort of idea. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I knew just in the research that I had done that it was going to be more plausible and probable to join a host agency first. And then over the years of experience has gained and client base has been built that I potentially could maneuver into being, you know, getting my own accreditations if that happens to be. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice stepping stone if you needed it. Exactly. Um, now, when we had talked about, so the seven-day setup, um, for most people, it takes longer than seven days because there's the research. And I think you mentioned that when you were looking for a host agency, that was the longest step. It took you like a week and a half or something. I think it, t- it took me, by the time I just started looking at it, to the time I narrowed down the decision, I think it was about a week and a half. Okay. Something, I, something like that. Yeah, you know, I think for a lot of agents, what we hear is, you know, choosing a host agency is one of the most challenging things and the most stressful. And you, mm-hmm. you said something super insightful that I think is helpful to agents struggling with that choice. And you had said, it's not right or wrong, it's about picking one, which is true. There's... Right you know, you, you just kind of have to bite the bullet. There's not going to be like, you know, you really struck out if you've done your research. And right. so, so you ended up narrowing things down and ultimately signing up with TravelQuest. How did how did that end up yeah. happening? How did you narrow it down? Um, well, you know, I, I went down the list on host agency reviews and went through every single one. Um, did my due <laughs> of diligence. Of course you did. <laughs> and um, from there, I narrowed it down, I think, to like 13. And then I just, from that point on, I did a little more extensive research and just kind of did a little more in-depth, maybe some more personal testimonies, um, what kind of things they offer. And then I think I narrowed it down to maybe five or so from there. Um, and I think I had about five um, phone call dates, if you will, with these five that I you know, had talked to. And after those phone calls, um, I just felt that TravelQuest was the best fit uh, for me. At this time, um, I was re- I was really drawn in by the warm home kind of feel that we have that they have. Um, the uh, the person who had my phone call interview was not only interested in my business, but she was interested in me mm-hmm. as a person, which is really nice. You know, you start any new job anywhere, you want to be able to know that you are a person who works at this job, not just another like number. Oh, exactly. Especially when you have uh, the travel business is such a cohesive um, team and family. I mean, I don't know how many times I've bounced ideas off of other travel quest people, you know, that have been to places I haven't and vice versa. And it's just like, it's a family. And that was the, probably the biggest thing that really drew me there ultimately. Oops. Are you still there? Yes. Okay. It cut off at the biggest thing that that drew you. Oh, yeah. So just the biggest thing that drew me and was just the whole family inviting atmosphere that I felt very welcome 
that I felt like this was going to be a group that I could be, um, that I could prosper in. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned too, something that played a big um, part of your decision was the fact that they were in the same time zone as you. Yeah. Which, you know, what's funny, that doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but when Mm -hmm. it's um, like, if you're in California, for example, if it's three o'clock in California, and you're getting off and having another job or meeting or something, and you're like, oh, I need to ask somebody this. Oh, wait, my person's in the Eastern time zone, and it's way past closing time. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I, think, if, if, I think that can be a big factor. It really can. So having somebody or having my host agency's physical location in the same time zone means I never have to worry about, oh, no, what time is it there? Don't miss the time. Just whatever it is now, if there's a question, I can know I can shoot an email, and I probably will get a response for the end of the day. If it's 4.59, I'll know that it's 4.59, and I'll probably hear back tomorrow, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, so let's move on to kind of talking about the growth of your agency, because Zetting Travel has been around for a month roughly now, and mm-hmm. ha- um, have you had your first booking yet? I have. I have. It was a, a carnival cruise. Excellent. And, and so you have some clients also in the pipeline? Yes. I'm, I think I'm working with about three to four active you know, clients and um, cases, if you will, where we're mm-hmm. building kind of the itinerary or narrowing down the choices of exactly where they want to go. Perfect. And because I think an area for stress for a lot of agents new to the industry is making the first booking and knowing what to do um, and, and not screwing it up. How is making that first booking for you stress-wise and what kind of things did you learn? It, it was kind of stressful because it's actually doing what I've been planning to do, which sounds ironic, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like, okay, this is it. It's what we've trained for. This is not a drill, you know? <laughs> so it was kind of, that is like, okay, this is real life, this is real money, these are real things. But at the same time, I felt comfortable in the research I had done prior helped me know that this is, this is right, you know, this is the right thing to do. Um, and Travel Quest is really great about just giving the basics, like this is what you need to do for our company and how you need to tell us your, you know, what your commission is going to be so we can make sure to have the right, you know, pay the right person at the right times. And those things are very um, easy and simple. Um, so it's another thing that post choosing Travel Quest that I've really appreciated just over the year or over the the month, excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. So it's exciting though at the same time. It, yeah. It's kind of a rush, if you will. <laughs> One more notch in your belt. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so how are you um, marketing Zetting Travel right now? So right now, the most heavily, well, I, I've tended to focus more on like Instagram and Facebook. Um, Twitter, I still use, it's just not quite conducive for marketing right out of the gate. You know, it's great further down the line when I've got maybe more clients or followers, if you will. Um, Mm -hmm. but on, on the Instagram and Facebook, I'm able to, whatever I post on there, if it's, you know, here's a special today, or here is, um, a really awesome experience, a really cool place you should go to. Um, I can reshare those exact same posts on my personal Facebook and Twitter's. Mm-hmm. and Instagrams. And that has actually proven more beneficial than me just posting on my business. 
because yeah. right now I've, I've got a lot of followers of, you know, vendors or maybe like tra- other travel bloggers or something like that, which don't get me wrong, is great, but they're not clients. Mm-hmm. And so yep. <laughs> having to be able to share on my own personal accounts are a huge help because then it's putting a front of actual people, I mean, in front of consumers, if you will. And so that has actually proven quite beneficial. I've had, I don't know how many friends just messing me like, okay, I give, like, what is this is that anything you keep posting about? I, I'm interested. You got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I've lost track of how many times I've had to explain what it is or what I'm doing. And from that, I mean, I've got a couple of these friends are newlyweds and like, you know, we were looking to do a one year anniversary trip. We'll keep you in mind or something, you know, just those small things like that. They just kind of build over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you also have a website that you had set up and how did you, because that's another area of stress for new agents is getting their website mm-hmm. set up. There's third party options you can use, you can build your own and you chose to build your own. Um, why mm-hmm. did you go that route and what did you use? Well, to preface, I'm, I consider myself pretty tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not necessarily in the programming sense, but in the consumer level, I'm pretty savvy with most everything that's needed, um, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. So that just to preface. That was um, a good preface. I, thank you. I feel like that's important information to keep in mind because um, not everyone's that way, and that's okay. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, so I ended up picking Squarespace for my website. Um, I had, an, I had a, a free account for a year or so that just wasn't really being used. And so I decided I need to use this website. Hey, look, I can actually start pursuing this travel agency, which kind of, I think, what really got the ball rolling. Um, just as a side note for new agents, strongly suggest um, Squarespace for a, the most basic reason. They have the templates, and the, it's really simple to build, but also it looks really good. Like the, the quality is very professional, which for marketing, especially on the Internet, is like the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Your website looks good. You look put together. You look more professional and official. Doesn't matter how how new or how old you are. Mm-hmm. The better your website looks, the better your presence on social media and whatnot is. The better you look, which in the end will provide better and more clients. Um, so that was kind of the biggest reason that I stuck with them. Um, and so just deciding to build that, I use Google Suite, G Suite technically, um, for my domain username. Um, at the, like the www.zettingtravel.com or any, and then my email address is at zettingtravel.com. Highly recommend that too, because you can directly connect your G Suite account to Squarespace. It's kind of like a connection of companies there. And it's just really simple. So if there are any new agents that are trying to figure out what software to use and stuff, G Suite and Squarespace, just going to put that out there. It's yeah, we'll gonna think- make your life I easier. Would, <laughs> we'll put a link in the, in the show notes. Um, and, we use yeah. G Suite as well and really recommend it for transferring the domain name so you can have a customized domain email instead of like Steph yep. at Steph's travel at gmail.com. Um, right, you can right. Have it. It's, a, it's just that little extra bit that makes you feel, seem even more professional Legit. put together. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, well, yeah, thanks for those tips. Um, what kind of, yeah. like, as you're seeing your agency grows slowly. What kind of goals do you have for the future? I, well, I want to 
be able to consistently book a i mean i think it's like solid goal to have um and part of that is building the stamina and the ability to be working with the clients that i currently have while also trying to gain new clients mm-hmm. and finding the balance of doing that and not getting burned out essentially you know yes. not doing so much time on I've got, I don't know, X amount of clients I'm working with right now, but then as soon as they're gone, I'm going to need more. Then I got to put time in in order to get those clients in the future. And that can get exhausting. Uh, I would like to see the more as I grow, the more as I settle into my niche, um, that balance and how I can equalize my time so that I'm still making bookings, but at the same time still prepping for future bookings. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a hard, it's a hard thing to find. It's really not a exact science. I think it's kind no. of different for each person, each business. Yeah, and each you know each client is gonna take different amounts of time, so it's it's mm-hmm. something that's hard to predict. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's move into kind of the challenges that you've um, run across as you're getting your agency started and. For most people, when they join the travel industry, you know, it takes, I always let people know it takes a good three to five years probably to have a solid client base because of the turnaround time, people are only booking one to two trips a year. And the, so by the time you get referrals from them and repeat clients, it's already year two. Um, and then you take into account that commissions don't come in until usually the client has traveled or, um, put on their final payment, which means, you know, if they're booking eight months out, you're not seeing that money. So not a lot of people can afford to go full-time into the travel business with that big um, lack of income. So Mm -hmm. for you, you have your full-time job and then you have a part-time job on the side because why not? And now you have your travel job. So I think um, you had some great insights as well into how you balance your full-time job with your agency job. Do you want to share those? Yeah. So um, to start off, again, to preface, I did a really <laughs> bad job at this in the first couple of weeks, but <laughs> I, w- I spent way too much time on trying to build the travel agency up and not enough time balancing everything else out. So that being said, that's kind of my personality. And so now that it's been a month, that's kind of been, I can retrospectively look back a bit. Okay. Okay. That's a little much. So now I've got to kind of formulate how my time works. What's the best way to function? You know, am I going to have actual hours or am I just going to be, you know, more monitoring of my time spent on booking or research or talking with clients, you know, et cetera. So um, I've, this is another, another pro tip for people. This is, I've downloaded an app and have created a web uh, account with an an organization called T sheets, the letter T and sheet. And it's just a simple time tracker. It can do other things, payroll, et cetera, you know, if you need to, if you have a larger than one person agency. Um, for one person, it, it's free. It's a free subscription. Um, but I like it because I can just quickly create like a section like research, for example, pull up my phone and hit clock in, you know, mm-hmm. and then do whatever I'm doing. And then if I step with my phone or something and my computer with me, oh, oh no, I forgot to clock out. I can pull up the website. So it's, cl- it's internet cloud-based, so it doesn't have to be start and stop on the same device, which is great for me because I'm kind of up and moving around all the time. Sometimes I leave my phone on a random table and I walk house across the room or the, the house or, you know, whatever. So that's been really helpful just in the last week or so getting a little more structure. Um, 
especially since I have three jobs now, I have to really <laughs> structure my time accordingly. And then equally like, you know, rest. <laughs> I know it's kind of a crazy idea to like rest every once in a while. Yes. Uh, it's crazy, right? Uh, so being able to clock in, clock out, making it feel like a legitimate, you know, hourly job, if you will. And mm-hmm. kind of helps me keep track and tabs of how much am I working? You know, am I working so much that, you know, is my, is my commission and my income equalizing with what, how many hours I'm putting in? If not, what can be done to fix? And I think some of that comes with experience, like you were talking about. It takes a handful of years to really get, like, good into the business, to have your solid foundation and whatnot. And so up front, it's kind of hard to really see that just because you're green and you're new. Um, so I still kind of feel that way. But being able to just physically clock in, clock out, keeping in mind of how much time I spend and how much time I spend on um, individual clients is really important. Mm-hmm. Now, for because you know you have your full-time job where you're not able to respond to clients right away, how do you um, do? You have hours on your emails, or do you? Um, how do you let clients know you'll get back to them, but it may not be like right away? Sure, I I don't have specific hours, partly because um, my full-time job is you know set time time frame. My part-time job is not, so it's kind of each week is not exactly the same. Um, so it's kind of hard to set exact hours. Um, but uh, more recently, I pretty much just got into a habit of, you know, when I talk to a, a client or a, um, about, you know, what trip they're doing or whatever, and if I can just feel like, okay, this is going to take some research. This is not something I'm going to be able just to come up with in 10 or 15 minutes. It's going to take an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Then I'll probably have, you know, I'll let them know. I will get back to you within this week. You'll hear, you'll hear from me within the week mm-hmm. or by Friday or, you know, giving a, a deadline to that customer as well as myself. And with that time frame in mind, then I can look at my schedule as it is that week and be like, okay, where is the time that I have that I could work on this? You know, is it, go- it going to be a long, long, long process, but I don't have time to do in three days. Am I going to need a week? Am I going to need maybe longer? If it's a trip, you know, months and months down the road, and it can take a little more time to kind of research and plan as opposed to something maybe that's only a couple months away. Mm-hmm. prioritized based on, on that factor, which is definitely key at sometimes. I agree, yeah. Well, so for your, you're still green, but you're, you know, you've gone through the getting your agency set up. Um, what advice would you give to other agents that are starting up their agencies? Uh, do your research. Um, exhaustively, which... <laughs> is a lot. It'll, it'll be a lot of hours. Um, it doesn't like said, mean my, you guys need to email I, me and say, I need my seven-day setup in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, no one does that. <clears throat> <laughs> I know. Weird. Uh, <laughs> but, I, I mean, I spent the first – I started on like a Friday night, I think. So I was fortunate. I've had all weekend to just kind of binge, if you will, on research. Um, that doesn't work for everybody. It worked, it was, it worked for me. But just doing, do your extensive research. Do your due diligence. You know, you owe it to yourself when you finally choose a host agent, when you decide your marketing platform, when you decide what kind of things you might specialize in, et cetera, et cetera, that you need to feel like you know what you're doing. Even if you haven't made a booking, even if you haven't actually done the process yet, the homework pays off. I mean, that's the reason people go to school. You know, it's people reason to go to college and get degrees so that when they get the job, they already know what they're doing or they 
an idea. Mm -hmm. So do your due diligence. You know, if you have, if it takes going through every 90 some odd <laughs> post agents on postagencyreviews.com, do it. Because at the end of the day, you can at least say, well, I went through 90 host agencies <laughs> and narrowed it down to 10. And then narrowed it's down true. to five. And then you narrowed down to one. It really is. It really is true. It may not be a lot of fun all the time because, you know, you're just doing hours and hours on research. But in the end of the day, by the time you actually make your decisions, it'll be worth it. And you'll feel a lot more comfortable making a big decision like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely, it's not. You know, it's not easy. There's a lot of work involved and a lot of nitty-gritty, boring things of reading and comparing. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, what it takes to get a business set up. So. Yep, exactly. Any kind of business. Not just not just a travel agency, any kind of business. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, we're kind of coming to the close um, of the show. And so I woke up this morning and decided that I needed to end every episode with a warm fuzzy. This just came to me. Or some random act of kindness because I was like, everyone needs warm fuzzies and being, you know, when you're surprised by some random act of kindness in life, that's the best ever. So um, <laughs> I, t I just told Zach this before we got on the call. I was like, by the way, I'm going to edit this way. Do you have a warm fuzzy? So um, do you want to share a warm fuzzy that, uh, that will leave the listeners with a feeling of peace and happiness? Yeah. So I had to think about it for a second, but I got it. Um, <laughs> I, my, I, I'm an alumni of Lambda Chi Alpha fraternity at Missouri State, and um, our alumni advisor's nephew has been diagnosed with a, a severe illness, like I believe cancer of sorts. Um, mm -hmm. And so my fraternity has decided to put on a huge WWE-esque event in order to help <laughs> raise funds our nephew, or for our alumni advisor's nephew his name is grant and so there's been this there's been all kinds of planning they have a legitimate you know wrestling ring they're doing their training <laughs> i mean they're going to put on a show in hopes to make this a big event to raise money um, for this little boy and so shout out to my chapter atlanta kai missouri state you guys are awesome proud of you guys i i love that and I'm just going to piggyback on that, too, because I have a friend, um, his name's Jason Carr, and he was diagno diagnosed with um, ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, a few years ago. He's got two young sons and a wife, and he, he used to be a carpenter um, and helped me with some projects on the house. But obviously now, um, as he's losing his mobility, he just um, went into a um, fully motorized wheelchair in the past month. Like, he they're not able to work and his wife had to leave his job to um you know caretake for him and their sons full time and so i had posted um some things up on social media to try to raise some money for him to help uh medicare didn't pay for their wheelchair and mm -hmm. so he has a gofundme page and um we had about 300 dollars in donations which was really exciting and um if anyone listening would like to donate as well to Jason's um you can google Jason Carr C A R R and we'll put a link in the audio notes or in the show notes as well um and gofundme uh and you can find his page and you know even a 5 or 10 dollar donation is helpful to let them know that people um are thinking about them and their situation i think that's especially as they're more homebound, it's really nice to know that others out there care. So, yeah. Well, let's see. That's about all for travel agent chatter today. And 
Zach, thanks so much for being on this show. We can't wait to hear how Zetting Travel explodes. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure and an honor to be here. You can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for Travel Agent Chatter. To read a transcript of Travel Agent Chatter and to view our show notes, you can visit hostagencyreviews.com backslash TAC. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on any future show ideas. If you know of an agent that would be great to interview, including yourself, drop us a line at hello at hostagencyreviews.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. And lastly, since we're just getting started out in the audio world, right now we have a big fat zero for our reviews on iTunes. If you've got a minute and you like the show, go ahead and leave us a rating and review. Until next time.